Hello and welcome to episode number 16 of the Armin Show, that podcast you've been checking out for I don't know how long at this point, but glad to have you all as listeners. We have a guest on this episode. Who is the guest for this episode? Hey everybody, my name is Ira Silver. Ira Silver in the building, I-S is, that's the acronym. So, Ira, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, Thanks for having me on, Uh, doing great. Had a little bit of a crazy morning today, but, uh, you know, just kind of uh, getting in the mood for this podcast. I'm really excited about it. Makes sense. This is the place to be, from what I've heard. Yes. Also, audio for that part, got to be louder, just the pointer. Gotcha. Look at me throwing stuff in, because podcast, there's details. I gotta, I'm got going to have an episode just about details one day. So, all right. Ira, I have heard you do real estate. I do. Yeah. I've been in real estate for about seven years. I started off as an analyst for a commercial real estate fund and then uh, realized I was unhappy working 15 hours a day. And I just uh, transitioned about three years ago about to become uh, a realtor. And I sell property on the west side, somewhere between uh, Santa Monica and downtown is kind of my go-to. I love it and uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. This is a fabulous thing. The I love it part is the key part that I know you want to be doing something you feel connects with you in some way or you're always going to have this like gut feeling like I'm supposed to be over there, which is a thing. What got you into real estate in the first place? This is a category. I think that uh, I got into real estate um, listening to my grandfather talk about real estate really got me interested in it and Ever since I was a little kid, I was always interested in the financial markets, stock market, bond market, options, things of that nature. So it was uh, kind of a perfect marriage. I got my degree from uh, University of Southern California in urban planning and real estate development. And uh, ever since then, it's just kind of, you know, it's been great. That's pretty neat. Do you have a niche in real estate that you focus on, a certain type of house or a certain market? You know, I think uh, realtors' careers change over time. I think you first get into the industry and you're you're just interested in doing any deal possible. Then you start focusing on your target market, which is, you know, generally your built-in network, your friends, your family. So, you know, when you're a younger realtor starting out, you know, you have a blend between picking up random referrals and deals from open houses and then you start to evolve. And as your clients become older and more affluent, you start selling, you know, you go from selling $1 million homes, which is, you know, it sounds like a lot, but in Los Angeles, it's kind of a teardown in the West on the West side. And then it kind of, your career evolves and they sell that house and they upgrade and, uh, you know, they're buying two to three to $4 million homes at that point. So I think the evolution of a realtor, it really depends on their age and where they're at in their career. That's pretty cool. Is there like a nice effect of when you start to know people around that you have already worked with? Is there any benefits to that? Yeah, I mean, uh, being in the industry and working with all these other realtors, you start to develop a reputation and a relationship with all of them. They kind of become your peers and colleagues at the same time, even though you're even though they're competition as well. Uh, So it's an interesting dynamic. It's a. it's kind of like being on a sports team, right? You're the backup quarterback. You're going to be friends with the guy who's the starting quarterback, but you always want to outperform him in practice to to take his job. That makes sense. Take that guy's job. You know what I'm saying? But comp- com- competition is a wonderful thing. 
and get your testosterone flowing and or other hormones, which is why it's like our pulse. What is... Did you always have a sense for, like, looking at houses and thinking about their value? Because I always think, like, real estate individuals see houses and their value, while somebody who is maybe a more social engineering type person looks at relationships between people, and then somebody else who likes architecture just looks at, like, the facade in front of a building. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, the first thing I'm looking at is you know, what type of layout the house has, because value is really, you know, it's not necessarily only just the area, but the differences, the little nuances in value, you know, are from, you know, evaluating what type of street, what particular part of that neighborhood they're in, whether it's the A plus neighborhood, the A plus part of that neighborhood or the lower end, kind of the B minus C part of that neighborhood. And then the layout of the house, does it have a good flow? How many bedrooms upstairs? How many bedrooms downstairs? Square footage is important, but I think really the flow of the house is more important to, 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 to the buyer. Makes sense. That's kind of a cool thing. The flow related to that. I just want to relate back a few episodes to the thing from Jeffrey West's book called scale, where, the flow from the heart uh, always goes to the same cross-sectional area as it breaks into vessels because you don't want to have any return ripple to the heart. The more you flow, the more you match the universal principles of life. Same thing in a house. If it flows to the rooms and where you want to go, you won't have this disturbing feeling like this This shouldn't be here, this wall shouldn't be here. These things all connect. Ira, what other interests do you have separate from real estate? Uh, I love sports i'm a big sports guy i think it gives you something it it you know i've been playing sports my whole life so i think that the sports uh in my upbringing really brings out the competitive nature in me when i'm selling real estate uh you know going and fighting up against other realtors for listings and so forth and showing other people why i'm better and outperforming them right uh but sports i love hockey basketball, football, those are my top three. I love watching them when I am when I get a chance, and I love playing them when I get a chance. That's pretty nifty. Of those three, basketball is the one I'm most attached to. Have you played all of them on some form of team or anywhere? Yeah, I played uh, high school basketball, uh, varsity. Um, I was the starting shooting guard. Played for four years. Now I just play for fun. I'm an, you know, I'm getting into my older years here, being 30. But my name's Ira, so you know, people might think I'm 80. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm 30, so it's it's not as easy to play ball, especially if you're trying to do it as a workout a couple times a week. You know, soreness and injuries. You know, it takes a long time to get back when you get a little bit older to to rehab from those injuries. This is true. I am 33. Shout outs to people in their 30s. Long live making moves. But to an 80-year-old, we're like little nothings. They walk by us like you're nothing. What is 30? So that's a different form. But they're not playing basketball much. Where or what might you be doing with your interest in basketball or sports? I have heard you might make some upcoming content. Yeah, uh, podcasts and voice in general has been very interesting to me. And... You know, being a realtor, there's not really much I can talk about in terms of real estate and have a show weekly or or daily or even monthly. It's kind of difficult. It's dry. No one's really going to find it interesting. So I was thinking about making a podcast about basketball. I love watching it. I love playing it. I'm very. This year, I've got. I've dived. uh, I've dived more into the analytics of it, the data. You know, 
people that look at field goal percentage but i think the most important thing is true true shooting percentage you know these are different things that you can look at that most people who are watching it as a casual fan don't really understand and you know looking at different matchups every day and and you know the spreads on the games and things like that i think it would be interesting fun and people you know hopefully some people would listen to it that makes sense actually to the point about real estate as a podcast I, I know somebody who's in San Francisco who has one, and it's exactly how you describe it. It might be the driest video series I've ever seen. It probably is quite difficult to do a real estate podcast because it's like the percentage change points, point one. It's very difficult, but you're right. It makes sense about sports. What is something that you think you would bring differently to a sports podcast? I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that I have a a good way of understanding the game being uh from a from a family who really pushed me to play sports and I loved it I played my whole life I've been playing basketball and football and hockey ever since I was a little kid so I feel like I have a good perspective and game flow analysis as well as you know I also have the background um you know I have a finance background as well so I think that those two things combined could make for some interesting content down the, down the line that makes sense I want to add in this part about the value of making content, which I had mentioned in a recent episode as well. It it attracts you to where you want to be and it attracts the people that match you to you because they didn't really know you completely until they heard you or saw you in some form. Then they're like, oh, okay, this is one of my people. But they won't know that unless you make stuff. So if you're a listener and you're thinking about it, that's the huge advantage. There's people out there that would like to reach you. As a last note here, what is an instrument you have played or a musical category you have been interested in? I don't play any instruments, but I do sing. Uh, I've been singing since I was a little kid. I record music often, as often as I can, uh, especially now, given that I I actually work. Uh, when I was in my teens and early 20s I definitely recorded a bunch of stuff and uh you know I sing uh I sing in the shower and uh I'm actually my sister's getting married next weekend in New York and I will be singing her down the aisle that is the coolest thing you would never know such a thing that's super neat congratulations to your sister that's wonderful you'll be singing this is a wonderful thing. And I know all the listeners are wondering, so I'm going to throw it out for them. Hey, do you want to sing us out of this episode 16? Thank you for having me on the Armin Show.